Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is real, but it's, it's funny. funny. This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina and no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Molly and Aquafina, where we are creating a safe space for all things Black, Black, and more Black. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate all the love and the support. This is episode Danda, 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 Danda. Danda, 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 Danda. Ah! Okay. Well, let's just say for those of them... Who don't know? Oh, I mean, yeah, if right, you can right. hear, if you can see, if you can smell, if you can taste, yeah. I am sure that you are aware that yeah. Mr. West has released his album titled Donda after his late mother. Just to bring yes. you up to speed if you do not know. So let's jump back real quick before we even cover the album. So we all know that Kanye is a marketing genius. Yes, we get it. He's a marketing genius. And Kanye low-key, no, not low-key, high-key is somewhat of a a media troll. (laughs) He does shit on purpose, I think, in my opinion. And he says things that can be very controversial. But before the album even dropped on Plymouth Rock, he was doing all of these concerts around the town in, which is genius, genius. Kanye basically invited everyone into his living room for a listening party and got paid to do so. And I'm sure he made all of his money back and then some. From, from whatever he had put out to create his actual home in these establishments. Like he literally took I love him as far as him being a creative because for you to take your own childhood home and create that visual image and illusion for people to experience was awesome. Now, what I, what I didn't think was awesome was you lighting yourself on fire um, I didn't want to see Merlin Manson because he really, really freaks me out. Merlin Manson always freaked me out since I was a kid. Freaked me out. I mean, freaked out. Um, like a walking ghost. A walking ghost. And I guess I was also kind of freaked out because I heard rumors allegedly that he like removed his own ribs or something one time so he can suck his own penis. Okay. I, I mean... like. <laughs> And I could believe it. All of these satanic, allegedly satanic allegations of him practicing worshiping and abusing women and all that. I, I just he always scared me. So I I, I was surprised to see homie up on his porch. <laughs> Between the house, the porch, the cross on top of the house, the the whole, in my opinion, visual representation of a funeral. That's what I took away from it. Like, you basically had a funeral, a visual funeral. You you relived this Donda funeral to me, which creeped me out. And I'm a Scorpio, so I normally don't get 
freaked out by death and rebirth and and funerals and stuff. You know, I'm the person that still watches the craft and thoroughly enjoys it. Like, I, it did something to me. It did something to me. You setting yourself on fire. You having these cult-like visuals. It, it, it scared me. It threw me off, Kanye. And normally I am pro Kanye. I mean, from college dropout to late registration to 808 and heartbreaks, even though I really didn't like it all that much. You know, to black skinhead, I, Kanye, I be with you. I be with you, Kanye, on some things that I shouldn't even be riding along for. You know, I kind of <laughs> feel like you are Ice Cube and I'm Kevin Hart. And sometimes I be wanting to jump ship and shit. But, you know, I it was a spaceship that I wasn't trying to be on. I don't know. I wasn't trying to be on it. it. It was real satanic. It was real gothic. It was real, you know, Club Monday, Church Sunday. You know, what happened to the Jesus walk? What happened to the whole gospel album, Kanye? You, 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 you're shifting the paradigm. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. What is going on? You had Merlin Manson up there. What is going on? And then the Jamaican artist who I love and I never knew how to pronounce her name, Shashanshi, Shashanshi, I don't even know how you, I don't even know why she was throwing up on the porch. These people never lived in this house. I'm, I was confused as hell. Then I heard a story about how one of the girls was in the Mercedes stadium and she said that she just felt so weird experiencing it and hearing the chanting and seeing you being, you know, set on fire. And it was a point where she actually tried to leave and the people, the guards or security wouldn't let certain people like wouldn't let them out. And it just was a weird vibe. It, it was a weird vibe seeing it. It was a weird vibe sitting in a car and previewing the album and the first track being a chant, saying your mom's name multiple times, multiple times. I, I wasn't sure what the hell I was getting myself into Child. <laughs> when, I, when I cut the album one. And it really freaked me out to the point where I had to skip it. I had previewed, I had played the, the album again when I was cleaning the other day. And, you know, Alexa, it was obviously probably on shuffle. And I said, oh, play Kanye West. Alexa played Kanye West. And that song came on. I said, uh-uh, Alexa, skip. <laughs> Stop the vacuuming. Stop. Alexa, skip that song. It, get, it, it puts a weird sensation in my stomach and in my heart. I don't know what it does. It's almost like you were trying to, like, put us in a trance and, I don't know, dig up the Donda spirits. I just, I, I wasn't sure what type of voodoo we was doing with that intro song. I didn't like it. Well, <laughs> so much to say, right? It's so much yeah. to, I mean, my first impression was, Kanye, why are you being so weird? Like, yes, my nigga. Why are you so weird? 
it was giving me a little um, come and summon the dead vibe. Yes. But it was alarming. Was like nice, nice lady. Why are Seriously, we summoning her? It was alarming at first when I was listening to the uh, Donda track. You know, that's the first track that come on. And I stopped. I was just like, oh, wait a minute. Like, this is right. really giving me some t- kind of scary vibes uh, held up. And it is 52 seconds of repeating his mother's name. Yes. So what I will say that the power of social media is so powerful because I seen the videos and I seen the clips and I seen people mm-hmm. talking about it. So I went in with their perspective of what they experienced. Yeah. So the whole thing to me was, it was very demonic at first. Then I was like, okay, I seen the clip from Selena Johnson. And it gave me a whole different outlook on the album. The first time I heard the album, I was like, no, I'm not, I can't. It's not, it's not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Then once I listened to Selena Johnson talk about the album and talk about where he was trying to take the album, what it was supposed to be. And then I thought that the Donda, Donda, Donda was actually his mother voice. But no. It's, but it's Selena yep. Johnson. So that kind of was like, okay, I kind of like stepped back and a also in my to- seat. To piggyback off of that, I didn't know it was Selena Johnson, but it was also supposed to be a representation of her heartbeats when she was dying. See, now I I didn't hear that part. So now you're giving me yeah. something else to think about. So when she was doing her uh, little, you know, giving her a little bit of background about the information on the, the album and how she, I think she believed, I believe she had another song in there too, but it just didn't make the cut. Like so many other songs. Who, uh, Selena it. Johnson? Yeah, with Selena oh, okay. Johnson. I never knew that. That was new to me, that that was her. Yeah, I didn't know it. I didn't know that either. So it was supposed to be like a meditation and the vibration of the word Donda, Donda. I kind of could get it hearing that. So going in, seeing the setting on fire, it was immediately demonic. But then after hearing Selena Johnson kind of explain it, I can feel the vibrations. If you say it, Don, da, da, like you, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's calming or soothing, but I it's can not kinda, calming. I can kind of pick up where he was going with it. Now, as an artist, I'm sensitive about my shit, but I do. Yeah. I don't want to say that this album was trash. I had to no. block, listen to it again, and I was actually able to download songs from the album. So yeah. the ones that I currently have on my phone, because I'm not done, I put Lord, I Need You. I got a whole lot of controversy okay. with that one. I have Joe Part 2. Okay. And I have Okay, Okay, Part 2. I mean, part okay. two was like a little bit better than the originals, a little bit. So that's what I currently have on my phone. There is a strong possibility that I can take some more songs and put them on my phone because now I have a different perspective to listen to the album with. Mm-hmm. He so, gave, I don't know. No, go ahead. But Kanye kind of gives me Tyler Perry. So you know Wait, how we say elaborate, friend. I'm gonna tell you. So you know how we say Tyler Perry. He writes. He's editing. He acts, and he does all yeah. these things in whatever he's producing. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, Tyler, who's in the room with you? Who is saying that's, yep, that's it. You, you got it. Kanye, who is in the room with you? You're writing, you're editing, you're saying, you're, you're playing. Who is in the room with you? And that's my question. Nobody. The man was in the room in the Ben Stadium with a mattress, okay? He was by himself. And that's the problem right. that I had. This album, to me, was too much Kanye. It was too much of Kanye. And surprisingly, all the songs that I like, 
it's featured with someone else. I needed a little bit more people. And I believe that the people that did not make the cuts should have been on the album. They would have been his saving grace because I needed a little bit more of something else. And it just didn't deliver what I wanted. Now, I will say it probably didn't deliver what I needed to deliver because I'm still stuck on old Kanye. Yeah. I haven't moved out of College Dropout. I haven't moved out of those albums because those albums were great. That was great music to me. It's very rare where I would download new music. A lot of my music is old music because that's just the vibe that I can continue to catch. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't quite pick up what he was putting down in this album. Not that, <laughs> Again, I'm not saying it's a bad album. I'm going to listen to it again, spin a block again, listen to it for a third time or fourth time if need be. But it was just too much Kanye for me at one time. The album yeah. has freaking what? 22, 23 songs? And that was my issue um, when I was sitting with it. I listened to it like all the time, I want to say. Um, it's too many songs on the album. If he would have just took it down to about 10 or 12, it would have been easily digestible. Um, and then also took it down to the songs with the features, like you said, if you would have kept on the people that you probably cut off, maybe it would have been something that people could have sat with. But again, this is coming from a person that is a Kanye West fan. So I understand that with artistry, you have to kind of sort of evolve and grow with the artist. Like people are changing and growing and evolving. So he's not going to be the old college dropout. Kanye or the late registration Kanye you know unfortunately this death probably sort of molded him into the Kanye that we now see this is also a Kanye that is dealing with emotional um, mental health type of issues so it's almost like this album was like his diary and he was inviting us in to his diary, his world, what he has written on paper. Um, and it goes back to the whole visual representation of the funeral. It was like he was inviting us to his mother's funeral. Like we were seeing, he was having flashbacks. It's like a Kanye West flashbacks. Like he was inviting us into that little world. Like we didn't get to see the funeral. This is the funeral. We didn't get to see the, the death and the rebirth of Kanye. This is the death and the rebirth of Kanye. So it probably took all of us back because we couldn't understand it. But like you said, with Selena Johnson explaining it and as I'm sitting with the music and then knowing that Kanye is such an artsy type of person, you kind of sort of have to dissect what he's doing to understand it. I think Kanye is crazy like a fox. At this yeah, point, I really do shit. think that, that crazy. he is so wise and so clever that it almost puts me in a position to say, is he faking? Like, He's a genius. Just, are you just playing off of this? Because it's so entertaining and it's so interesting. Yeah. Gotta see, well, what's next? Now, I will say that to me, the songs were one, a little long and a little bit too wordy for me. Okay. But I'm also going to say this on record. And not just as a Kanye West fan, I'm going to say this on record. Mm -hmm. 
Kanye West's album was better than Drake's album to me. I have not been able to download a single song from that album, but I will go back around again and listen to it. I don't have nothing else to go in on that album with, but in comparison with the rival, mm-hmm. I'm team Kanye. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's probably uh, two songs on Drake's album that I liked um, as a person who always wanted to be an A&R exec. Um, I, there's a couple of songs that I know can be mainstream that we're probably going to hear as singles, but I know that the two that I like, it probably won't make it to be a single, but now I agree with you. I think that Kanye built it, the momentum for this album. You know, he made us wait. He had us on the edge of our seats. He gave us, and this is where I say Kanye comes in as a troll. (laughs) He gave us fake release dates. He said it was dropping this day. Boom, we didn't get it. He he built up that suspense so that when we got it, it's an okay album. But because the marketing around that album was so controversial and fire in a sense, we kind of sort of got to live with it and we got to like it, you know? Um, and I feel like when you very do long. that, when you put that much energy, effort, time behind the promotion, my heart desires that it's going to live up to the hype. Right. And Kanye's like, even if it doesn't, yeah, I'm going to sit back and you've got to listen to it because you've got to see what everybody is talking about. You have to make your own decision. You have to decide, okay, well, is it good? Is it not? Again, the man is a genius. I think him and Drake, both with the promotion, it's like, okay, my nigga, you got billboards out here. Right. That was was hot. That was hot. Both hot. Did the albums live up to what I needed them to? They did not. But again, as someone that considered themselves an artist, I would never say that it's not good. It just wasn't entertaining for me. It wasn't. I would say it just wasn't what I expected. And that's fine because, again, I'm not the artist. It's not my creative brain. The creative juice is flowing. And who am I to say that what's a quality album compared to the person that's actually producing said music? You know, I, I can only talk from my perception and how I perceive things to be in my mind. But again, we're talking about Kanye. Um, Kanye is always a person that always goes against the grain and has to do things differently and sporadically. And that is the definition of a genius. Like it, it is what it is. I think my favorite songs was Jesus Lord, Praise God and 24. And that was only three songs out of the whole, what, 21. So I think over time, as I start to listen over and over again, it may some songs may, I mean, it may sink. It may sink in. I know one song that's not going to sink in and I could give a damn regardless of how common it's supposed to be, but it's not common to me. It freaks me out is the intro. And that's no disrespect. Yeah, I just can't. I can't. It's That's that's an intro track for him. That's something that will help Kanye calm himself, not Aquafina, that's not going to calm me. It's going to freak me out. I'm not chanting my own mother's name. I'm not 
chanting none of my dead relatives' name. And that was just something I couldn't get with. I couldn't get with the Marilyn Manson thing. And again, it could have been him toying with us. He know that Marilyn Manson is like a staple in the gothic, satanic world. And a lot of people love that. He could have been trolling. He could have been picking. He could, he could have been picking with us. Um, but yeah, I got to sit with the album more. Um, I have to sit with the album more. But he gets 100 points from me for his art expression. <laughs> he really took it there. So I will say that. And then one more thing I want to go over before we wrap is the whole clip. Not clip, because he didn't use her actual voice. But our, uh, what was her name? Like Brianna, I think her name was, the gospel artist. Yeah, Bria, last name B. I'm not sure of the correct pronunciation of that. And I yeah, don't that's her name. a lot of people were in an uproar about that. Um, they were actually backing her because he used her. Uh, I, he because they ad-lib. Yeah, okay. So he used her ad-lib for... The, one of the songs where he had a choir and stuff. I think the guy's name was B Slade that made the made the song Make Me Over that she covered. And B Slade had made a statement like saying that, you know, well, he doesn't have to ask you for permission because he asked me for permission. It's my song. I own the rights to it. I own the copyright to it. And I agree but that wasn't where she was coming from. She was basically saying that, you know, yes, I covered your song. I don't own any rights to your song. I'm not trying to gain any, you know, monetary gain from this. I'm just saying that he could have, you know, credited me as far as my ad libs and how I sung your song. Now, B. Slade was saying, you know, you, you should have asked permission um, to use my song. But I mean, if we're on an Instagram, TikTok type of platform, she covered your song on that platform. She didn't actually go in a studio and do the cover song, your actual cover song, and then put it on Apple Music. She didn't do that. She sung your song and somebody recorded her singing your song. I think they was having like choir practice or something like that. And it was, was so many years ago. I do think that Kanye should have, you know, reached out to her as far as that's concerned because you took her ad-libs. Noah was not her song, but you still took her ad-libs and how she sung the song. That's where you got the clip from. I think Noah's the person that was supposed to get their check, got their check. They're not going right. to have any rebuttal. They're not going to say anything about it. Honestly, you should have probably put the girl on the song. Exactly. You should have probably had her. Yeah. Because yeah. if you didn't know the gospel song prior to seeing this girl I, and I on didn't. video... I Six years ago, you wouldn't even have known it. The original gospel song is great. How she covered it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Again, Kanye, <laughs> you, you probably could have just used the girl, right? How you performed it or how it sounds is very, very, very similar to it's how this, she did. It's the same. It's the same. So, I mean, give credit where credit is due. My only mm-hmm. problem is that is a lot of times you get these celebrities who benefit off of these quote unquote, like regular people. Yeah. And you don't give them the due that they deserve. It's, very, it's very simple. It's a simple and that thing was the do. issue that I was having with the original owner of the song. It's just like, I never knew about the song before she sung, before she covered the song. 
and even still didn't go back to check the song when she covered it, the original song. So when he made the statement on Instagram, that's when I went back and listened to the actual song. And I'm like, she basically remixed her song and she didn't cover it like on a professional platform, like as she was trying to sing it and make money off of it. She sung it like how we all sing songs and record ourselves singing songs on Instagram or Insta stories and stuff like that. She wasn't like, you know, it wasn't disrespectful of her to sing a song. We all do it. She was just saying like, listen, the way that I remixed your song and sung your song, that's not the way that you originally made your song. And not to mention she made your song hot. Like you said, Kanye used it for that specific reason. You wasn't using the original version from B-Slade. You were using the cover version from Brie. Give her her props. Like you said, you could have put her on the actual song. You didn't need a choir. Lord, I just want to wrap your arms around me. Yeah, bring it back. Make it part two. Because the part twos are actually pretty good. (laughs) Her version is fire. Her cover is fire. Part twos are actually pretty good. Her cover is fire. But I mean, I understand the copyright is a copyright. And he sought the original owner for the song. But I mean, to use her style and her remix and her ad libs, come on. We all know what it was from. That's why people was adding her and hitting her up. Kanye, you got to stop stealing shit. <laughs> you got to stop stealing shit and taking people off of shit. That's just how we going to end it. Because you got a couple of people mad at you. And DJ Envy is one of them. And they still wouldn't say why he was so upset. Because <laughs> you know what? It's going to come out that DJ Envy had a little part on that album, too. Probably. Probably. <laughs> okay. DJ he Envy was hella upset on The Breakfast Club. Okay. Few minutes on there, he's trying to figure out why his ain't you. Making. You definitely been ruffling some fucking feathers, okay? I'm gonna need you to stop doing that. You may need these people, yay! You may need these people. You know what? I didn't want to say it, but I also was. Um, yeah, left friend. off the left off the album. I had a little, yeah, in the back and it, it didn't make it. Yeah, I, and I had a little aqua, 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 huh? aqua, 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 aqua. You know. But who are we? We're just Molly and Aquafina. And we're just here. A fucking comic relief for your reality. Shit is, is funny. Real. Shit is funny. But it's funny. Shit is funny. You know? And I guess we can wrap up our little Donda special that we have for you guys. As always, be sure to light your stage, clutch your pistols, and do your Donda Kegels. Hold it tight. And... And out. And we're out.